Hello, welcome back. This is the Six Figure Tradesman Podcast. I am your host, Jamie Henry. This is our third season, first episode. And in this episode, we are going to discuss the number one way that you can promote your plumbing or heating business. There's a lot of different methods and thoughts out there, but I'll tell you what, I've been around the block for many years and I have got one surefire way that can help you focus all of your money, all of your time, all of your efforts and get results out of all of your time spent. So stay here with me. We're going to discuss exactly how we're going to niche your business down so that you can focus on one thing, do it perfectly well and grow your business. If I had to ask you, what is the number one thing your business is known for? Do you have an answer? Are you only identified by the brands that you sell or are you identified by the services that you provide? And then I want to ask you, if I were to mention any of your competitors' names, what is the one word that you would use to summarize your competitor? Is it the brand that they sell or is it a specific product that they provide or is it a service that they provide? There is one thing that if I mention your competitor's name that will instantly come to mind. So... Remember, the exact same thing happens for your customers. If you have someone in the local community who has a plumbing issue or a heating issue, and I mention a company's name in that division, they're going to have a thought about that company. Maybe they've never heard of them. Maybe they don't have any good or bad thoughts. Nine times out of 10, if it's a small community especially, they have probably heard of the company that I mentioned. So they might know you and they probably know your competitors. So they might know who you are and they probably know who your competitors are. And they are going to have formed some sort of opinion or image about you. And if you don't know what that is, you need to figure it out. One of the best ways you can do this is to set yourself apart from everyone else. You need to niche down. And I know you're thinking, well, I'm a plumbing company. I've already niched down. I don't do heating and I don't do uh, landscaping or roofing. I'm, I'm a plumber. I'm a heating guy. That's my niche. You're kind of almost right and you're kind of almost wrong. You are in a set specific division of work. But when I say niche down, I mean, what is the one thing that you or your crew and team can do better than anybody else? And if you have a crew and you have other other team members in your company, you need to analyze everyone's value so that you can try to decide which niche might be a good fit for you and your company. And don't get hung up on the things you love and the things you know. You need to focus beyond you. You are just the driving force of your company, and that is a major element. You're not the one performing the service. So if you're going to drive into a niche, make sure that you're going to utilize what you already have at hand. I don't want you to develop something that requires you to go out and replace all of your men or to buy new equipment. I want you to focus on what you have and what you can do with what you've got and then drive in the proper direction. Now, you might be thinking, okay, so be more specific. Tell me what you mean by niching down. I'll give you a prime example of a real-life experience, and this happened to me myself. I have been a heating contractor in the past. Many, many years ago, I started a heating company in the small town that I was from, and it did okay. I didn't do too bad, but I didn't understand marketing the way that I do now. Um, There's two elements to understand. One is the, the marketing world, and two is the world with which we are trying to market. So... By that, I mean you got to know the digital world and you've got to know the print world and then you have to understand how all of that plays into your specific business. I've learned that over the years, but I didn't know it in the beginning. So 
I started analyzing what I could do in my future and what I was really good at, just like I'm telling you to do. Turns out for me, my niche, it really wasn't running the heating company. My niche was preparing the project bids for large commercial projects. I opened a company in 2010 and I outsourced my services to companies nationwide. I even have clients as far away as the Isle of Bermuda. So I had found that I could bid school projects and hospital projects and and large scale commercial things for other clients and make a really good living doing that. I niched down so far as to only do large commercial projects. I didn't even do residential stuff. Um, so for me, it was just the large, large hospitals and schools, corporate offices, things of that nature. Within a year, I had built a very successful six-figure business, and I operated that for many years. But it all started with that one niche. I found HVAC was my thing, and I pushed HVAC project estimating to other contractors for schools and hospitals. And that's where it all began. And of course, I could do anything. I could bid any project. You give me a set of blueprints and I'll tell you exactly what it's going to cost you to install the HVAC or the plumbing in that, in that specific building. But it all has to start somewhere. And that's, that's how I drove my business. And it doesn't matter if we're talking the the estimating world or the actual contractors. You contractors are no different. You need to be really good at everything you do, but you need to be perfect at one thing. So figure out what your one thing is going to be. During my time as an estimator, I had formed many relationships with some of the nation's largest heating and plumbing contractors. One of those guys approached me and said, I've got a plumbing company. I'm very successful, but I want to do HVAC. I want to include HVAC in my plumbing business. Would you be willing to come out and help me set that up? So actually, we worked out a deal and I did. I moved to Colorado and I worked with him for a year and a half. We built his plumbing company into a plumbing and HVAC business that he actually later turned around and sold for quite a nice little profit. But when I got there, I realized this guy does one thing really well. He's a great plumber and he's built other plumbing companies in the past. And his secret to that success, I think, was how he marketed his business. Very unconventional, different than everyone else. And the one thing he did more specifically than anyone was niching down to one one product, one thing, one service. And for him, it was the uh, the water heater industry. So it was Denver, Colorado at that time. And in Denver, Colorado, there was a lot of construction, but also a lot of renovation going on. And Denver has several million people in the metro area. By becoming the water heater changeout king, everyone quickly associated his plumbing business in Denver, Colorado as the one to go to if you needed a water heater. The niche was... You could call us and we could guarantee a new water heater installed within 24 hours. So if you called the office at 3 a.m. at 8 o'clock in the morning, our crews were at your house putting in that new water heater. And because this is what our niche was, we were buying truckloads of water heaters from suppliers and we were getting big discounts because we were buying such large volume. However, you would think we'd pass that on to the customer and be the cheapest guy in town to buy a water heater from. That would be incorrect. Niching down does not mean you have to cut corners or be cheap. We actually got more than the average cost was for a new water heater at the time. The reason why, we guaranteed 24-hour installation and we also extended the warranty from the manufacturer. Now, that was a little bit of a risk because the manufacturer warranty ran out and that extra two years on the back end, we had to cover it ourselves. But I can assure you that when you add all of the math together, the Hundreds of thousands of dollars that were generated because of this, we never lost a dime in the extended warranty process. So when you niche down, you need to be very specific and you need to become the king at what you're doing. 
you need to analyze what you have on hand to be able to do that. We had the shop to store the water heaters. We actually had purchased a job site trailer that was, I think, a 26-foot or 30-foot car hauler. And we had stored all of the overflow of water heaters in that as well. And we could take that trailer and move it to the bottom end of Colorado and park it so that our crews down south had quick and easy access to the inventory. So they didn't have to drive all the way up north to the shop, which would save them about an hour and a half round trip. It's all these little elements that uh, that come into play when you think about how you can niche down your business. You know, if you were an entire plumbing company trying to market the entire outfit of everything you do, in order to do that, you would have to have a shop north and south of Colorado or Denver. Denver, Colorado. You'd have to have a north location and a south location so that you could cater to everything. But because of what we'd done, we had the one north location. That was the main office. And then the satellite trailer south of just the water heaters because, well, you know, the water heater and the copper pipe in there was all they needed to work with. That was our, our big product, our big move. So we, we did really well. Um, and he asked me to build the HVAC division. That's why I went out. So I followed his lead. I mimicked what he had done in the plumbing world with the HVAC. It was a brand new thing. He had no HVAC techs. They, they were just getting started. He didn't have anything in place really for the HVAC division. And I said, let's do the same thing you've done with plumbing. Let's, uh, let's pick a product and a service and let's drive that home. For us, it was the swamp coolers. You guys out west and in the central plains, you understand that swamp coolers are your HVAC, your, your cooling method for, for those areas. Because you don't need centralized air conditioning when the humidity is really low. You actually need a swamp cooler. So that was where we gravitated to, and we worked out a deal with one of the largest manufacturers of swap coolers, and we also hooked up with the local electrical company, and that was just a pure accident at the time that I had realized in a little bit of research, the local electrical company was allowing or or offering very large rebates to the homeowners who were willing to purchase high-end efficiency equipment and install it in their homes at the time. So they were buying a, a premium product from us at a premium price, but then they could turn around and get this, I think it was five or $600 rebate from the local utility company because they had installed this in their home. So it kind of offset that upper end price spectrum that, that most people would you know, maybe think twice about buying. Again, we did not discount anything. We were not cheap. We were just as much or more than any other supplier in town when, when it come to swamp cooler purchase and installation. But we did the same thing. We, we offered one product, we extended the warranty, and we guaranteed installation of that swamp cooler within 24 hours. That was for a replacement. Now, if you were installing a brand new swamp cooler, because sometimes a lot of houses didn't have it and you had to retrofit it, we did guarantee we could get that done within seven days. But as far as the swap out, we guaranteed a a 24-hour turnaround on those as well. And when you're dealing with people who don't have hot water or don't have their, their cooling system, this is a big deal. You guys know this. You're plumbing and you're heating guys and you know this. So focus on that one thing that your company or that, that it can provide at, at a premium level without sacrificing any quality of work. And then look to see what your community needs. If you have five guys in your town that's already doing something, it doesn't mean you can't take the business from them. It just means it's going to be a little more time consuming and it's going to take a little more marketing effort. You have to really understand your market and who your customer is, and you've got to, you've got to attack it a much harder pace than you would if it was, you know, you're the only one or maybe the second guy in town doing it. I'm not saying don't do it. If there's three guys in your town that are known for being the water heater king, that means there's a market. So I don't have any problem with tapping the market that I already know exists. Just understand that the road ahead 
It's going to be a little longer. It's going to take a little more time and a little more money. But the end result can be very lucrative. So I'm not going to suggest you don't do it. Just make sure it's a good fit for your company and make sure your community needs the, the, the service or the product that you're offering. Now, just a quick note about the marketing side of things. I am going to tell you right now that tradesmancloud.com specifically targets plumbing and heating customers for contractors. So if you need help in the digital marketing world, if you need to uh, build a new website, revamp your website, if you want to get involved with Google My Business, which has actually changed its name, um, but most people still know it as Google My Business, there is a multitude of digital ways to market your business. And you probably don't understand those, don't have time, and really don't need to. Go over to tradesmancloud.com and ask for some more information. Those guys are going to get you on a path to increase your business and increase your revenues in a cost-effective way. So if you're a plumber or you're a heating guy and you're wondering to yourself, you know, this guy says niche down, niche down, niche down. What 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 what, what does that mean? What exactly should I do? I don't know how to, to attack that or how to start that. Well, it all begins with a plan. Like I mentioned before, look at your company, look at your staff, look at your trucks, look at your equipment, look at your capabilities that you have on hand. I don't want you to invest all of your time and money in a whole new venture, all new equipment, and all new manpower. So look to see what you have. And then write down a list of all the pros and cons of, of what you can do in a certain area. Plumbers, it could be, you know, of course, the water heater market. It could be the drain cleaning market. Um, you could be known for bathtub change out. I don't know. Whatever it is in your community that your community needs that it doesn't have or that it does have and needs more of and, and that you're really, really good at. Stand behind what you do. Provide the quality of service that a customer deserves and expects. And I know you're thinking to yourself, well, I'm a plumber. I do so much more than that. How are people going to know what else I do? It's a given. If you're a plumbing company, I pretty much can guess, even if I've never called or spoke to you, that you could probably clean the drain. You could change my toilet. I bet you can change my water heater. You could probably service my jacuzzi tub if I needed it. You're a plumber. I expect that out of you. So the idea behind this, the entire focus of this niche is you're going to provide a service and a quality to people that they have to tell everybody about. They loved you so much that when the guys are playing golf and Tom says, hey, David, I need a plumber. Who's that guy you had over with your water heater? He's going to suggest you. Doesn't matter what David needs. They was in love with your service and they're going to recommend you to everyone who needs a plumber of any kind. Same thing with the heating guys. You know, it doesn't matter that you're the boiler king. If somebody needs their, their AC or their gas furnace changed out, when somebody asks the guy, well, you know, who do you recommend? They're going to say, hey, look, we called, you know, the Acme company over here. They came out and they put in a brand new furnace within 24 hours. That's kind of one of the main new niches that I've seen out there with the H or the, the heating guys, heating and plumbing or HVAC and cooling. The big market push right now is a lot of guys are guaranteeing that if you call us and you need a new furnace or a new air conditioner, we can get it done within 24 hours. Actually, there's an entire major corporation that we all know as One Hour Heating and Cooling that built their entire business on that very model. So that was their niche. It doesn't matter what you need. They guaranteed we'd have a service tech at your door within one hour. So that is just insight as to how important niching down is. If you're a plumbing guy struggling or you're a heating guy struggling, and a lot of you guys might be one or two man outfit. You might know, you know, it's just you and you might have a helper. I know it sounds like a lot for you to do. 
to, to niche down, but it actually makes more sense than anything. Why do you, as one individual person, want to try to take on the world in the plumbing industry? Take on one thing and do it really well. Make your money at that, and then as you move forward, pick the next niche and go after that. It's a lot easier to get up every morning and say, hey, I'm the water heater guy. I work by myself. This is something you could do by yourself. You only have to focus all of your marketing efforts on one product. You have only one target audience to go after. So your your cost in advertising goes drastically down. But you're going to find that by niching down and doing things this way, your cost of advertising will dra- drop drastically because you don't have to do the marketing. Your customers will do your marketing. They're going to tell everyone about you and how great you are when someone mentions that they need a plumbing or HVAC guy. So like I mentioned, if you need help in the digital world, I am going to highly suggest you go over to tradesmancloud.com, send in a request for more information, and let those guys get you on the right path. I appreciate you taking the time to listen to this podcast. If you enjoy my podcast, I, I want you to subscribe to it, obviously. Um, I want you to get notified every time I release a new episode, and you're going to want to be able to hear it as soon as it comes out, because this is free information. Information is knowledge. Knowledge is power. So go ahead and soak it all up. It's all free. So go ahead and hit the subscribe button now if you haven't already done so. If you have any ideas or thoughts or questions, send me an email. I will read every email, and I will respond to your email. If there's something you would like me to uh, maybe put into a podcast, if you have questions about or, or suggestions for a show, hey, let me know. Let me let me see what I can do. Maybe I can uh, put something together for you and we can produce a podcast that's tailored towards something you really need. So I appreciate your time. Again, my name is Jamie Henry. I am the host of The Six Figure Tradesman, and I look forward to our next episode.